0: Hello and welcome to Sick Sad World. I'm Jasmine
1: and I'm Mari. So, um I'm going to start off with a little bit of a crime update. Um because we are biweekly, a lot of news can happen between episodes and um a lot of news did happen um that would really fit in with what we talk about here on Sick Sad World. Um and we can't do a full episode on these just yet. Um mostly because it's really new, um, and, like, we don't want to kind of, uh, talk about open wounds, but, um, I will give you a little, um, a little update in case you hadn't heard, um, or just to acknowledge, you know, the things that have been happening. Um, so first I'll start with the sad and heartbreaking news. Um, so on Monday, April 23rd, a man named Alec Manasian drove his van onto the sidewalk, um, and he drove from, um, Anyang, from Finch, um, all the way down to basically Shepard. Um, and if you don't live in Toronto or you don't know that area, that's a big chunk. That's almost, like, two kilometers, I think, yeah, that was a, saying. Yeah, it's, it's a large area. It's a large area, and it's a busy area. Um, and it's also, like, considered, like, Koreatown North. And, like, yeah. it was lunchtime on a Monday, um... You know, like, people were... It was, like, a really sunny day. People were out, yeah. you know, excited to... A lot of
0: restaurants in that area. Like, I've been up there. It's a very populated, high-traffic area.
1: Um, when he did this, he killed 10 people and injured 16 more. Um, he's currently in police custody. Um, and he's apparently a self-proclaimed incel or involuntary celibate. Um, which means he's angry at women for not having sex with him, basically. Yes,
0: they're quite similar to also the the red pillers of the internet. Yeah.
1: Um, I will be having an article actually come out about this incident, um, in the coming weeks, so, um, check that out. It'll be on Nuance, uh, Self-Shameless promo in the middle of a... Sad story. Get your promo in! <laughs> <laughs> um, as of recording, he hasn't confirmed his motives, but he did uh, share a Facebook post, um, you know, kind of, you know, citing an incel revel- uh, rebellion um, and stuff like that. So um, he did say he was targeting Chads and Stacey's, um, basically just sexually active people. Um, but, yeah. Uh, So that happened in Toronto, and um, and it's, you know, like, still, like, a really, like, it's something that's still kind of, like, hanging over everybody's head. It's only Um, been about a
0: week and a half, right?
1: Yeah, as of right now. It'll be, like, two weeks when this episode goes up. It's still pretty fresh. It's, um, and, like, it's an area where, like, you, like, someone you knew, could have been and like i'm sure you know there are people who
0: knew yeah I, I for you those of you who don't know facebook has that whole safety alert thing so while it was happening i didn't know it was happening but facebook my facebook my phone kept going off with so and so is safe this person safe and i was like what's happening so a lot of people i knew were in the area at the time
1: yeah i um someone i knew was like posting on On Facebook at the time, because it happened right outside their work building, and they were like outside, yeah, um, like moments before. So it's like, like
0: that could have been.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's, It's um,
1: it's sad. Yeah. Um. In slightly more positive news, uh, police have apprehended a suspect um, in the Golden State Killer case. Um, For those of you who don't know, the Golden State Killer was behind a series of rapes and murders that occurred in California Um, in the 70s. It is said uh, that he was responsible for roughly 12 murders and over 20 rapes. The case had gone unsolved for decades. Uh, The police arrested Joseph DeAngelo, a former cop who lived in the area. Uh, They were able to identify to identify him using DNA and a DNA database from a genealogical website. So basically one of those, like, uh, 23andMe sites. It wasn't 23andMe, though. It was a different one. Um, But basically they, like, had these, like, DNA samples from the the crime scenes and then they, like, put them into the DNA database to find the, like, to find, like, an ancestor and then created these, like, family trees and then, like, went through. Wow. The, and, like, it spanned how like. How far technology has come. Yeah. And, like, they were looking at people, like, at ancestors from, like, the 1800s. So they had this huge family tree to go from. But so apparently that's how they narrowed it down. Dang. Um, to his family. And then they were able to get a sample from him um, after surveillance. And.
0: How long um, have they been able to do that?
1: i don't know but this is like why people are like so afraid of giving their dna to these websites because the police can subpoena them yeah and like use that that da- database to like to get them yeah and like um it's not it's not good stuff
0: no still is crazy <laughs> um
1: Anyways, in much lighter news, our Alien episode was our least listened to, but my Oh, you're mom... going there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going there. I'm calling you all out for not listening to our Alien episode. My mom thought it was hilarious, and you should too. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: You got a lot to say today. <laughs> Self-promotion, throwing some shade out there.
1: Isn't that what podcasts are for? Yes. Just self-promo and throwing shade? <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, let's read them to death. Um, (laughs) All right, so for today's episode, um, what I'd like to say about today's episode is that I personally am glad that you, Mari, convinced me to host this podcast with you, and here is why.
1: I'm smiling really big right now.
0: (laughs) I used to work at a seemingly, like, very cool but um, pretty shitty job in terms of management, And basically illegal hours. Um, The only thing that made those days just barely tolerable—I mean, other than being paid (laughs) because money—was like our really rinky-dink, like in-house chatting system. It was like our only connection to the outside world. We had like no sunlight, no cell phones, (laughs) no internet, no walls, like (laughs) no walls. Just a big open dark room. It was a very depressing environment. And so the little bits of conversation that we could have, like, sort of helped me the day go by. And when you're in a room for so many hours, different things come up. And kind of cool and sometimes really strange things come up. So it led my friend to telling me about a really cool creature, which is our episode for today. Myths, fables, and mythical buckles. Buttholes. <laughs> there we go. I said it. Um, so my first story is from my dear friend, Frances, who suffered with me. Hi, Frances. <laughs> through the, through the, through the, the Did work. Did I
1: meet Frances? No. Hi, Frances. We haven't met, but
0: hi. <laughs> so, um,
1: <laughs> Thanks for contributing to our yeah, podcast. She, a,
0: she was the inspiration for this episode because she told me about the coolest thing I had never heard of in my life. <laughs> So, um, the way she had described it to me was the torso vampire, but it's actually called, and I'm probably going to mess this up because I don't speak Tagalog, but it's called the Mananangle. So it is a vampire-like creature from the Philippines. Um, oftentimes they're depicted as like a a female, a male mananangle is not really heard of in the myth of this torso vampire. Um, so what the word kind of means is to separate, to remove. Um, it literally translates to one who separates itself. So let me describe this for you. It is, imagine a woman, a very scary woman.
1: (laughs) Make her a vampire.
0: I don't know. all bloody, like bloody teeth rotting, dying, (laughs) a dying, essentially a living corpse that is a vampire that also has the ability to separate its upper torso from the rest of its body and then it sprouts wings from that upper torso while its guts are kind of hanging out and it flies away in search of food at night. So the guts just like hang out. Basically, um, it preys on sleeping pregnant women. Um, it has a long tongue to search for fetuses Ooh. and blood. Ooh. Yes. So, ah. <laughs> yeah. Its favorite snack. <laughs> uh, um, Don't call it that. I know, it's so <laughs> bad. Um, so, the upper torso of this creature is its strong part. The lower torso, lower torso, you <laughs> <laughs> the lower half of the body <laughs> is its most vulnerable. So, it, it stands up it separates itself and has a standing lower body.
1: It just stands. It sta- there? Standi- it's
0: standing. It's standing there
1: as long as she's out, like finding yes. her prey. Like this, she's just legs that are just like... yes. That
0: <laughs> yes, they're just there.
1: Do you think she leaves them in like a pose, or like, I don't know. they're just like
0: stick straight? I don't know. Maybe she seems a little extra, so probably. <laughs> um, so, the lower torso is lower torso. Lower body is the most vulnerable part. Um, uh, if Garlic or salt or ash has been sprinkled onto the lower half of the the torso vampire, it will not be able to attach itself. And if it cannot attach itself before the sun rises, it is dead. Game over. And um this torso vampire is mostly popular or the myth, not that they actually exist, but um
1: Maybe they do, you don't know.
0: You're like, more people would have noticed the torso vampire flying in the night.
1: Um, every time people say that they see anything that's strange or weird or could possibly be proof of anything, people are like, You're crazy, go do drugs. <laughs> so, I sustained. I also that don't want to be believe true. there
0: is a long tongued torso vampire flying around eating like blood and like fetuses. Yeah. So,
1: I just don't want to think about... Do you think it goes through the belly button? Uh, that's my best... <gasps> oh, like, don't say that! The other option is worse, though. I know, but, like... <sighs> to get to a feet I just got, like, a weird tingle in my belly button. I don't like
0: that. anyway, <laughs> <Wait. laughs> The <is> most popular.
1: <laughs> We're both now just, like, clutching our stomachs, like... Mm. <laughs> it's mostly, Sorry, folks.
0: <laughs> yes. Mostly popular in the Western Philippines... So that inc- inc- includes um, YOLO, Capiz, and um, Antique. Anyway, its other weaknesses are um, stingray tails, because they can be fashioned to a whip and they can <laughs> whip the torso vampire. Dang. Um, vinegar, light, spices, and daggers. So, yeah, if you ever encounter a torso vampire, if you have any of those things, you should be good give me a thumbs up you can't see that was <laughs> happening so yeah that's my torso vampire That was my first one the inspiration for this podcast because i just thought it sounded so gross and cool
1: so interestingly enough i also picked a like kind of vampire okay as my first one so i decided that i wanted to kind of focus in on kind of myths and legends that i might have heard of yeah Um, so I looked and tried to find some that were, like, in the Caribbean. So, this one, um, is actually, um, from Trinidad. Or, it, there's, there are, like, stories of it in Trinidad, but it's, like, all over the Caribbean under different names. Um, and there's, it's even in, um, Guyana and Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, under the name, like, Ol' Hague or Ol' Higwe. Yeah. Um, which basically, I think it just means, like, old hag or something. Probably. Like, um, so, um, and I thought it was kind of interesting, because you also were saying that you had trouble finding stuff to do yeah, with I makeup that like wasn't, few... like, Christian-related.
0: Yeah, a lot of the ghosters were, like, relig- religiously related to, like, I didn't make any sense. Pardon my English, but Mari said it better.
1: Yeah. So, um, asuka which I could also be saying so wrong, because I've only been reading it, and, like, I haven't actually heard it yeah. anywhere, so I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, and I'm a bad trainee, like, my bad. <laughs> like, my mom. Um, <laughs> uh, Asuka-yan is a, uh, blood-sucking demon, um like a or like a vampire. Yeah. Um she is usually an old woman who lives by herself. Um,
0: cuz that's so the dream.
1: Is, like <laughs> interesting theme here is that like apparently all like vampires are women. Um, single women are apparently blood-sucking demons
0: <laughs> is what the world is trying to tell us. Oh, we're only just the beginning.
1: <laughs> um she's usually an oh, I already said that but. Um. At, but at night, she sheds her skin. Um. And she sheds her skin of this form and becomes a ball of fire. Okay. And I'm rocking with it. That's how she travels around the village. Um. They use village in the article I was reading. Um. I don't. I don't know if like, it's always villages. I think they have cities in Guyana. They and, probably like, do. I stuff. just don't imagine
0: people are saying that stuff as much. Um,
1: and she can, like, enter their homes through, like, keyholes or cracked windows or any kind so of, no like, little
0: entryways. Um, wait, 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 So a ball of fire yep. can, sl- <laughs> can slip through a keyhole or a cracked old window.
1: Yes. Yes. That's the... Ch- <laughs> um, and she... So she gets into the house uh, to suck the blood of the sleeping occupants. Um, But what she really wants is to suck the blood from babies and children. So apparently babies are where it's at.
0: Having babies makes you unsafe. It's because they're so vulnerable. They can't even hold their heads up. They're so soft. They have no kneecaps, you know. And they're all,
1: like, innocent and stuff. And I'm sure there's, like, a purity thing going on there. they're just like, this. And they're all, like, chubby. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure, like, it gives it a nice, like.
0: And, you know, it kind of makes sense. want people will see babies, they're like, oh, you're so cute. I could, like, eat you.
1: Yeah, well, clearly they're (laughs) Sukuyons. So, um, she always, um, leaves before sunrise to avoid being seen. And, um, are said to be contracted to the devil. Um, but he usually, like, tricks them. So he says that, like, they'll be released from their contract if they can fill this jar he gives them with blood. Yeah. But every time they, like, do it, he, like... Makes it less. I don't know. It like it, it just the he Way, finds way it to get around it. And, yeah, he would find a way to like either make the jar bigger or like the blood seem less, so that they constantly had to keep going out and do more. So like, it's not like they wanted to do it necessarily. Um, but like I guess they do because it's like malicious or whatever. Yeah. So at the same time. Um. In its human form, the Sukuyant can actually offer spiritual guidance. Um, If you ever fear that an old woman is a sukuyant, you can throw rice in her path because she will have to stop to gather every single grain of rice.
0: How sad is that? Because rice is so small.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And like, I'm sure that there are little bits of rice. From when I've like spilled my food or like when I <laughs>
0: That are still there.
1: Uh, yeah, that are like still in my like kitchen right now. But, like I'm um, going <laughs> find us. Um they can also be deterred by putting an upside down mop or broom by the front door. Why upside down? I don't know. They just they don't <laughs> like that configuration and they're like Whoa I'm not interested. You don't know how to use a mop, so... It's upside I'm not, down? I'm not... I'm not... I'm not, I'm not Are down. you mopping handle side down? <laughs> this is incorrect. <laughs>
0: That's probably it. She's not down. No.
1: Um... And you can also use salt at all your entry rays, so kind of like a ghost, um... Salt seems, seems to
0: be, like, a pretty predominant thing amongst the supernatural.
1: Yep. Yeah. You can also get rid of her by finding her skin and rubbing it with salt and pepper before she can put it back on because when she does it'll cause her like a lot of pain and sometimes she'll even like die
0: and that's that that's my whole thing (laughs) that's fine but like our your your story my first one and my next one they have a lot of similarities and like considering how far apart a lot of my stories come from like southeast nope east asia Parts of Southeast Asia, um, but uh, you'll see why I mentioned that. Cause my oh, I
1: should also mention that the Sukuyant has the its origins in West African folklore. Specifically, I should mention that because there's like a lot of things happening in the Caribbean. There's yeah. a lot of cultures that are mixed there. Yes, um, because of colonialism. It's by a the way, thought. um, so
0: I just. You're
1: like, I'll give credit where credit's yeah. due.
0: <laughs> My next um, uh, mythical, mythical lady is the Krasu, which is a Thai um, mythical creature. And also shares similarities to the Manan- Mananangal which from the Philippines. So it's also known as the Ap in Cambodia or the Kasu in Laos. Uh, so this is, once again, a... Mainly from, you know, the belly button up lady. Not a fan of legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Asians don't like
0: legs. <laughs> they just don't. It's they probably
1: don't. because we all got scrawny little legs.
0: <laughs> and you're like, nope, just screw it. Just screw it. Anyway.
1: you are just like, they're useless. Just forget them. Leave them behind.
0: <laughs> so this um, creature, the Krasu, is usually depicted as a Will of the, w- the wisp sort of... Um, long-necked, floating head. Uh, Sometimes it's a a long-skinned neck. Sometimes it's just the trachea. And then from there, usually it's uh, her internal organs hanging from there. So it's her heart, stomach, and her intestine um, hanging from her neck. So she's head, neck, and those three organs. And sort of the symbolism behind that is it's supposed to represent the greediness and the, like, the vor- voraciousness of the spirit its nature. Um, sometimes it has fangs, which is understandable considering what it does. Um, so... What does it do? You're about to find out! <laughs> after I say a few more things. Oh, okay. I jumped the gun. Yes, you did. So, this, um, popular myth is also, um, heard about, heard about and talked about in Malaysia, Indonesia... And um, some parts of Vietnam, which segue into Vivian, who I mentioned in one of the ghost stories. She's the one that brought the the story to me. She is Vietnamese. And she also loved my impression of her in our ghost (laughs) episode.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Vivian.
0: (laughs) So, the origin of this uh, Krasu is apparently a Thai princess um, was burned to death, and that's how she became a Krasu. So, she was sentenced to death... By her to be groom, a Siamese nobleman. She That's was offered. Really rude, I know.
1: <laughs> Who um... you don't want to marry someone? You don't have to like.
0: Well, you'll see why. You're, oh, okay. you're, you're good Before you jump the gun, I'm, I got to stop doing it. For Before... <laughs> um, she was offered to him when they had lost a battle in a war. So she was an offer to the Siamese because her side of the war lost. Um, but she was in love with a man of lower status who was also on the opposing side. And so obviously, they're like, uh-uh, you can't marry him. He's beneath you. We're gonna burn you. And before they burned her, um, she had her sorceress put a spell on her to uh, stop her body from burning. But by the time the spell took its full effect, it only managed to save like her head, neck, and then her internal organs, and she was cursed to be that way. For all eternity.
1: That's creepy. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Isn't it? This shit gets so messed up. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. It sure does.
0: So um so the Krasu is cursed to always be hungry. That's why it still has its intestines. But I don't know why not the st- the stomach. Whatever. It's fine. Um it, turps, it it goes it floats through the night. Looking for food, usually blood, blood. Did I say that weird? Blood. (laughs) Blood. (laughs) I sounded like... It wants the blood. (laughs) Ah, ah, ah. Um, Blood and raw flesh, um, usually of livestock, but also pregnant women. What? And (laughs) women who are just about to give birth. Hydro babies. Again. I, I don't know what makes babies... So appealing to these these ghosties and ghouls and these spirits and demons, but they're really into it. So what she'll do is she'll go to your house and she'll like float outside of it and she'll scream for a bit to really make sure you're nice and like afraid. She gets it through all of that, I guess. And then um she'll take her tongue and she'll go inside. What is with the tongue? (laughs) And she'll, well, I guess no hands. Yes, yeah, so there, there she has no hands. She has an actual excuse. What <laughs> was your excuse? Manango, I manango? don't ma na ma na Yes. Okay. <laughs> I probably said that wrong. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, so catch the baby with her tongue. And the placenta. Um, so in rural areas, she is known to cause disease in pregnant women and so, what they'll do is they'll put like thorns and other things around the house while the while the woman is given birth, um, and then once the woman has given birth, so the prassu can't get in, they'll bury the placenta far, far, far away from their home so it can't get it. So that's- that just seems like a good,
1: <laughs> good thing to do. Yeah, just yeah. in general. <laughs> I mean, like if you go back far enough, like that's like how you get predators. You know, placenta
0: must smell delicious. Probably, I don't want to find out personally, but probably. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is this is how she she works when she's not you know doing her thing at night. She keeps her headless body buried somewhere so she can rejoin for daybreak. And when, during the day, she appears very sleepy. Just, like, a walking, sleepy person. So, like, me? Basically, like, every person <laughs> nowadays walking down the street who's just tired of life. That's what she is, like, during the day. Um, so, you'll
1: turn into floating heads
0: and eat babies. I don't want to. <laughs> Maybe I'm in the minority. <laughs>
1: That's not on your to-do list? That wasn't on your bucket list? No. Like, right under, like...
0: Travel the world, marry a rich person, eat babies. Like, it's just, it's, it's number three. So close to the top. Um, You'll get there eventually, don't worry. <laughs> yes. So, if her body is crushed, she will die. Um, if she joins... It seems
1: like a yes. good rule of thumb for most... <laughs> People, animals,
0: Yes, if anything. your body is crushed, your chances of survival are extremely unlikely. Um, if it joins the wrong body, it will be in excruciating pain for as long as it can stand it, and then it will die. Um, that's if you want to torture. There you go.
1: If it, I guess that's if it
0: ate your baby. Yeah, and you're like... Ooh, here's the body you can rejoin. No, oh, it's not your body. Oh, <laughs> um <laughs> and then if its organs are chopped up, then it will die.
1: That once again, seems makes pretty... sense.
0: I mean, when you're a floating head with just some exposed organs to like all the air and it's many
1: that might things. be my first target, just possibly. <laughs> yeah. But also, I may just not want to go near them and just be
0: like, ah! Yeah, honestly, if I were to see a severed head in general, like, I'm already going the opposite direction. It's yeah. already happening.
1: If I see, like, a floating disembodied head with just, like, organs dangling from, from- its, like, <laughs> trachea, like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably peacing out.
0: Yeah, like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it.
1: I'm going home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although there are a lot of things that like are on that list of like I'm just going home. Like weather's too cold. You know what? I'm just gonna. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna turn back around. I'm not. I'm not doing it today. You know. I don't leave most of my home.
1: I don't leave most of my home. I don't leave my home most of the time. Which is why Jasmine has to keep coming here. It gets
0: me out of the house.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, no, you come to. I'll stay here.
0: You're also the one with the recording equipment, so I mean, it makes the most sense.
1: I have a microphone. That's my recording (laughs) equipment. (laughs) Before y'all think I'm, like, fancy or whatever. I just exposed you. (laughs) I I buns, a microphone.
0: So. So, yes, that is my my second leading lady.
1: Oh, that's awesome. They're not awesome. Like, like it's
0: It's cool.
1: In the sense that, like, I hope that's not real. Yes. Because that's messed up as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's gonna, like, haunt my nightmares now.
0: Like, this is. Yeah, like- it just give your, your brain, like, more fuel to, like, hmm, what could I put in her nightmares tonight? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Um, my next monster creature thing is called. I'm probably going to say this wrong, because I say everything wrong. I'm bad with words. These are hard words. Um, <clears throat> the Kaneyama. And so, um, the Kaneyama comes from the indigenous people of Guyana, so I thought that was really cool. A lot of, like, um, indigenous people in the Caribbean are often, like, erased when we talk about the Caribbean, so mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, a really interesting thing to actually, like, pay attention to some of their things. Um... So, um... Represent. It's often described as an avenging spirit. Um, however, it's, like, kind of difficult to, like, get, like, consistent details on this, like, creature thing. Because, um, like, the indigenous peoples, um, that this, like, like story comes from, um, dealt a lot with the oral tradition And so, some of the, like, smaller details tend to change from, like, source to source. Yeah. So, um, but, like, the most kind of, like, accurate-looking information I could find, which was basically, like, it mentioned, like, talking to, like, some of the, like, storytellers. Okay. Um, basically, it's not, like necessarily certain if this is like a spirit or a like like a real person like they say it's like a real like group of like people okay um and they are these shapeshifters that can turn into like people or animals but they're often depicted as tigers or jaguars
0: cool cool love big cats and
1: they belong to a secret society of highly trained hunters or assassins (laughs) sorry I mean there. <laughs> <laughs> um which I thought was like pretty interesting but like um this is basically like indigenous mob
0: yeah kind of like folklore or something you don't hear about in pop culture mythos yeah for sure
1: well everything just talks about like Greek and Roman gods all the time, yeah. And now Nordic because like, Thor. It's the whole pop. It's popular now, so yeah. Um, they are supposedly trained in skills that make them at least appear supernatural, if not just like superhuman. Um, and they are supposed to carry out vengeance by killing in mysterious ways. And killing like, in mysterious s- ways. Some sources said that like, um, they carry out their own personal vengeance, but then some say that like they could be hired. Okay. So you could, if you had like a personal vengeance, you wanted to, you could be like, "Hey, Kanayama, like, can you like kill this dude for me? Like, he he kicked my cat. Like, <laughs> I would do that. By the way, don't kick my cat. Don't kick any cats.
0: Let's let's broaden the right? <laughs>
1: Don't kick any of them. Um, and they kill in like super mysterious ways. Um, it's said that they can destroy internal organs without leaving a mark. Um, or they can inflict sudden and undiagnosable illnesses, so nobody knows how to treat them.
0: That really sucks, because we already have a lot of diseases and illnesses that are untreatable, so to, to add to that list of, like, things, which like, I don't even know what this is. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, that would, that would be a real bummer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's said that it is very dangerous to even speak of them, which I'm doing right now.
0: Yes, we should have mentioned Um, (laughs) that before. Because if they have
1: a presence nearby, they will hunt you down. Um, And they are very relentless, apparently, because that's part of their whole, like, highly trained assassin thing is, like,
0: apparently they're, like...
1: They're kind of like the Punisher, but so like not with like, guns, but with like magic. They power very
0: much follow the whole keep your mouth, keep your, keep your mouth, keep your keep my name out of your mouth yeah. sort of thing. Snitches
1: get stitches. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. And so that might be why there are so many different versions. Um. So like people keep changing up little details, maybe yeah. as a way to protect themselves. Um, and maybe even the idea of them being supernatural beings maybe came out of, like, uh, like, folk, maybe this folklore even came out of, like, an actual group that did exist. Maybe. But, like, keep, keep their mouth out your name. Yep, that's what I, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs>
0: Anyways, um, Kanayama, I hope you're not listening. Please don't kill me. Yeah, I already have enough to worry about, like, Bloody Mary. I can't be in the bathroom and say Bloody Mary three times. I don't need other things that can chase me just by saying their names.
1: Yeah, I was like writing this down because I was doing all my research this morning while <laughs> well, you were were getting shit done. Um, yeah. But I was like, oh, like I was like, right. I got to that part and I was like, oh, cool. Should I not do this one? Maybe <laughs> should I maybe not? Like, hmm. should I risk it? Like, highly trained assassins. Incurable diseases. Mysterious deaths with crushing internal organs, but no
0: bruises. Like, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So, my next one is a little bit short, but also I feel like the lighter of the creatures. (laughs) So, the reason why I mentioned buttocks in the opening is because my friends, I have discovered the best thing in the world. This is also from Francis. Francis has just given me so much good material, Francis.
1: You're an honorary member of this podcast.
0: And so... um,
1: (laughs) You can add it to your resume. Honorary (laughs) podcast host. (laughs) You do all our research.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this one is called the Shirime, which is Japanese, uh, which just means buttocks eye. <laughs> um, <okay>. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I see! <laughs> so, um, for those who aren't familiar with the term yokai, which essentially is just the term for like spirits or demons, Japanese culture, and um, so the shirame is a yokai. Um, the legend one of the legends behind it, that there's not a whole bunch of information on them, is that a, a samurai was walking around one night in Kyoto.
1: Just, like, walking around. Just walking
0: around town, you know, doing his thing. I don't know where he was heading. doesn't say.
1: Faces pass.
0: And, um, he heard... <laughs> 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 I don't know if the mic picked that up, but, <laughs> but I heard that. <laughs> and I'm homebound. <laughs> anyway, um... So he was walking and he heard someone calling out to him to wait. So naturally, he turned around and um asked who it was. And so when he turned around, a man stripped and turned around mooned him and when the samurai had looked, there was a glowing eyeball in where his hole should have been. <laughs> 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 this is the best <laughs> it's the best one that's why i saved it for, for my last one even though it's...
1: that is amazing um. it's just he, a samurai is just like walking around you know doing his samurai thing yep. whatever samurais do at nighttime yep. you know maybe he's patrolling i don't know and and then some guys just like hey Hey you! Yeah, he's like what? Wait up. <laughs> he's like he just turns around like what? And he just like man, <laughs> but instead of a butthole, it's a glowing eyeball. Yes, you have a picture of this.
0: I do have a picture of it. I know you've seen it before, or the doodle I did. But here's another picture.
1: No, this is better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, I'll describe it to you. The, the Besides the butthole eye, the um, shirume is, is featureless. Its only feature is the eyeball and its butthole. <laughs> so, imagine a, a very pale, human-like figure, oftentimes dressed in a kimono or whatever, and as soon as you see it, it just turns around, strips, <laughs> and, like, shows you its eyeball. Like, what is... What does one do with Bloody that? What a
1: euphemism.
0: You don't have to worry about it eating people. It doesn't really have a diet. It's its main thing is that it just likes to scare people at night. Like, that's just what it likes. It's just a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> it just likes to play pranks on humans by showing it its, its eye. That's, that's one version of a brown eye. <laughs> I mean, like, comparative to, like, the, like, two or three vampires that we've gone through. It's the least harmful. I mean, you might be scarred from having to see someone's butt. And I mean, I guess an eyeball in a butt. But like, you don't have to worry about like someone trying to eat your fetus with its tongue. (laughs) You know? Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, out of all of the options so far, this is, this is the best choice. Like, if you had to encounter any of these, I would pick the bear. That's, that's
0: true. That's... That's very true. I
1: would take getting mooned, be a little sexual harassment over, yeah. like, my blood. Yeah. <laughs> mysterious illnesses. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. not favorable. Just, it's not favorable. So... I mean, like, it's just mooning. It's not like... It's, no. It's not like it's touching you with the butt. does not like it has much of a butt anyway. It's mooning. It's basically like <laughs> just eyeball from, from the pictures. Well, except for the one I had... I had... We had talked about this episode before... Three or four weeks prior, and I done a little sketch of um, the one that my friend had shown me, and the one I just showed Mari it was a, a big a sizable eye hole <laughs> eye, eyeball in a butthole, it like like football sized. <laughs> so imagine a football sized eye butt. But the one I initially showed Mari was
1: it was a little tiny eye. Yeah, a little a little tiny eye. It a was butt like hole the shape of a butt. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs>
0: that is the share with me enjoy
1: thank you for that yes. i'm I, I appreciate you're welcome this knowledge
0: <laughs> i'm very
1: grateful to have learned this i'm glad we do this podcast i'm so grateful <laughs> anyways um so i think we even have time for me to do one last one uh so this is just a quick one um, I felt weird not including anything from South Asia, considering, like, I'm brown. Yes. And, like, Indo-Caribbean and, like, everything I've talked about was either indigenous or West African, and I was like, hmm, maybe I should pick something to do with, like, like my, my culture. Get down to your,
0: your, your, so, your roots.
1: this is basically just, like, a story from, um, like, Hinduism, basically, yeah. Um and yeah, so um this is about uh oh my god, I'm gonna say this so wrong. Like I Dude, I said it best. in my head a bunch of times and I was like, that totally makes sense as well. I could totally and now do that this. I'm gonna say it out of my mouth, it's gonna come out so horribly and I'm gonna disappoint every Hindi speaking brown person out there. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I'm not the one to disappoint, because it'd be even worse coming from me. Uh, well, at least you have an excuse. That is true, no I forgot reason about to that. know Hindi. <laughs> um, so, uh, this is the story of the Kirtimuka. M- Mu- no, I don't think that's it. Kirti Muka. No, I can't yeah, help you. <laughs> I'm gonna- I'm just gonna keep going with it. So- the kurti, mur- m- muka. Like I know I'm saying it wrong, but I don't know. I feel how like we both know, it's know how
0: it's supposed to sound, but, but like actually trying the, to say I'm it. I'm saying
1: an ooh sound where there should probably be like an uh sound, and I'm sorry. Like kurti, muka, m- m- muka.
0: Maybe I'm. This podcast has now become Jasmine and Mari (laughs) trying to say really difficult words in other languages, but we're giving it our best.
1: (laughs) We're trying to do you right. We're trying. I'm sorry I'm bad at language. You know what?
0: Next time we do a podcast, we'll just become fluent in those languages and that'll be fine. Yeah. Easy, right? I mean, like
1: I have Hindi on my to-do list. It's so my, that's my reminder to practice every day. That's been up that I've never done a single time. But it's on the list. At the step, I put the disc in my computer for the listening <laughs> exercises. For the for the
0: listening exercises,
1: and then I proceeded to never do that. Anyway, um, so this creature um, is actually. Um, Often used as a motif in temple architecture, um, especially for temples to do with Shiva. Yes. Um, so knows. the legend this face comes from goes that there was a king named Jalahandra. J- Jalan. Oh my god! I swear to god I could say these were names it's the correctly. It's the noives. Um, Jalandara, who managed to become quite powerful. So, he got, like, super prideful, and he was like, you know what? I could take on Shiva. So, he sent um, this monster called Rahu to challenge Shiva into giving up his bride, Pavarti. Yeah. Um, but in response, Shiva was like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> and so, he, out of his third
0: eye, created um, this, like, emaciated, ravenous, demon line. I like how casually you mentioned his third eye. Like, having a third eye is just normal for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't have a third eye. <laughs> you know, I was just talking to, like, my fourth nipple, and, like, it just created this, like... <laughs> okay. Well, like, in Hinduism... I know. I'm just... The
1: third eye and the, you know... I'm not that actually well-versed. My my grandparents converted to Christianity, so, like, blame them. Everything's everybody else's fault. <laughs> it's not me. Uh, it's not my fault. I'm doing my best. Okay. Uh,
0: so <laughs> third eye. So he,
1: out of his third eye, he, out of, he creates this, like, burst of energy that turns into this, like, emaciated lion. So it's just, like, hungry. It's like, I'm down to eat right now. Yeah. And so Ra, the, this monster Rahu is like, you know what? I don't really, I don't really want to do that. Actually, I don't want to fight you. Can like maybe we work something out? And um, Shiva was like, you know what? It's cool. I'll show you mercy. Yeah. You, you. It's not your fault. Your king is, you know, so prideful. And but then like they were left with this like
0: hungry lion. <laughs> yeah. I was like. <laughs>
1: And it was just like, I'm so hungry. Like, what am I going to do? And so Shiva was just like, eat yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's
0: the solution to the problem. <laughs>
1: so he tells the lion to basically feed on its own um, hands and feet. And so it basically consumes itself until there's nothing left but its um, face. And like, Shiva's so happy with this. He's like, <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever done. You know what? I'm going to call this uh, the face of glory, um, which is what Kirtimukha, um like, means. And um, then he was like, all of my temples, all of my temples must have this face above, above the doorway. Um, so. So Shiva's best idea
0: was. <laughs> the one he was most proud of. <laughs> if, yo, if you're. Like, if you're really hungry, just take a little nibble of your toe, you know, a little s- snack on your arm. Until you're just, a, you're just a face. Not even a head, just a face.
1: Yeah, you're just... And it's, like, supposed to be this monstrous face with fangs, um, because it's supposed to look like a lion. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's just supposed to be this, like, floating head, because it's a demon lion that I ate can its body. I can officially say I've had better ideas. So than it's I've kind gone. of like the, the middle one that you said. Oh, the, um...
0: The, uh, Krasu?
1: Krasu, yes. It's kind of like that, but a lion. (laughs) And it wasn't burned, it just ate its own body. I don't know where its stomach is at right now. I don't know how things eat without stomachs, but... Um, so anyways, this basically made it a symbol of Shiva, and that's, um, so, um, it is sometimes confused with a different kind of lion, um, that's used on its temple, but in order to be the Kirtimoka, um, in architecture, it has to be in the act of swallowing, um, as it is the figure or symbol of the all-consuming. So there is, like, um, this, this, uh, figure of all-consumingness. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, some authors have compared it to the myth of the Ouroboros. Um, from Greek mythology. Oh, the t- and the, the, snake yeah, the snake eating, eating its itself. tail. So um, there has
0: you know similar ideas tail? like that. The world snake, which is Nordic.
1: Yeah. So lots of things eating itself. Not a snake. This is more impressive because it's got limbs. Yeah. He's got to eat. to <laughs> eat Pretty the easy for a snake to eat and itself. And then it's got to go for the tail and the you know.
0: I also want to understand how it's <clears throat> eating directly behind its head. Yeah, like how do you do that? Like anything from like, like here how do you down get to the neck. Like that's you, what I'm saying. Or do you just like turn your your mouth inwards and just kind of like look at it? And then you like just the, like keep going. Like
1: you you start at the bottom, so it probably yeah. started with its own tail. That's probably probably the part. Lo- logically and then just like kind of just like just like kept eating and just like kept following its body until like I guess you get more flexible the less guess, body that you probably have so you can. It's easier to kind of, like, bend over and get the rest of your... I guess. ...non-existent body. She is whack. <laughs> Anyways, so that's monsters from myths and legends and fables and stuff. And
0: mythical buttholes. Don't forget that part. That's the most important that's
1: part. That's the best part. <laughs> I... I am so glad. Like, I I can't express to you how happy I am <laughs> that you told me this story. I'm really glad that you waited.
0: Yeah, because you we were going to use this for um, the ghosts, but, you know, it just seemed like it was better to save it for this one. To give it, it its full attention, you know? With something so special and so unique, it really required that.
1: Jasmine did say that, like one of her monsters had a magical butthole with an eye, like an eye butthole. And I was like, oh, like, this will be an interesting story. I didn't realize it was going to be that interesting. (laughs) Um, That story went just about the best way it could have. I would not change it.
0: I honestly (laughs) wish there was more about this thing. But I mean, how much more can you say about a faceless eyeball butthole that just likes to prank humans?
1: It just makes me think of like just like little tricksters.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a trickster, that's all it is. Imagine that being your purpose. You're you're a ghost, you're a demon, you're a whatever. And like your only joy in life or your existence of eternity and forever is just to go around and be like, Look at my butt.
1: <laughs> hey you.
0: Look at my butt. And that's it forever. You don't eat anything, <laughs> you don't read anything. You just get a kick out of people seeing your butt. What a life. Also, I'd like to add, y'all need to appreciate Mari, because this is going to be a bitch of an episode to edit. So, I'd like
1: to... (laughs) I don't know how much of this will stay in, but my cat was um, really needy today. Um, She really wanted. Normally, she saves it for like 6am when I'm trying to sleep. Um, But no... She decided today, while I'm recording, was the best time <laughs> to play Fetch. <laughs> it's a pretty good impression if you aren't, if you don't. She was gonna say, say
0: hi? <laughs> I speak her language. What a momentous moment. <laughs> My life has been fulfilled. Screw going back to school, screw working. Hmm? This is all I ever needed.
1: Jasmine is now the cat whisperer. I am. Yeah. Yashima? You want know anything to see to me? Yeah? You don't have to be so rude about it.
0: Alright, so. Anyways,
1: so <laughs> if you have suggestions, if you have stories you want to share, and you want us to read them on the internet for you. Or just general comments. We're, we're up for it. And if you just want to tell us that we're really lovely, and you love the sounds of our voices, and you just want to tell us how good of a job we're doing, you can send us an email at sixadworldpod at gmail.com. We. Oui. And we will get it, and and we'll do the thing on the internet, and it'll be
0: fun. It will. So, Uh,
1: share us with your friends, and (laughs)
0: don't don't be be a murderer. murderer. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) Yeah.